0: Welcome back to Gabbin in the Woods. We're on our second part of our history of blood transfusions.
1: Yes, we are. And can I say you're lucky to be hearing us right now?
0: Why is that? Oh,
1: what, what do you mean? You were here. You you set our um, what do you call it?
0: I set the podcast desk on fire.
1: You set the podcast desk on fire.
0: I, I did. Trying to light a match that had been outside in the rain.
1: Huzzah! So I could read my medical journal from the 1800s by candlelight. <laughs> Uh, we're a quality production.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those things like the actual magnesium, whatever the fuck that stuff is, on the top of the match flicked mm. off and nearly went directly down one of the the headphone jacks. Yeah, what the, are the chances? Like it fucking was- Luke, use the force. Yeah, <laughs> like it almost went down. Like that's a womp rat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you were. Yeah, you were literally the guy right before Luke. Like you just like skimmed the edges. Such a man can never just get it in the hole. <laughs> Awkward. Round the edge is not in. I'm just saying. Well, what if he's? What if it's foreplay? <laughs> no.
0: It's, it's called circling the drain. No, in the if that's
1: is that your idea of foreplay? Oh, circling I
0: circling the drain.
1: I accidentally banged it once against the outside. Foreplay done. <laughs> Fuck you are a straight man.
0: Yeah, oh, I put it into her like an oversized couch into a rental
1: property. <laughs> <laughs> Through the door, <laughs> broke the fucking
0: lock. Whoa. <laughs>
1: I literally won't get my deposit back. <laughs>
0: At least I got to make a deposit.
1: <laughs> oh. I had a good pervert voice. Uh, yeah, pretending. because I used to whale. work for News
0: Limited. It's, it's ah. ingrained.
1: I watched it. I don't know why, but somehow it came up on my feed today. It was um, a person who was living in like a college dorm, like a shared college dorm, yeah. and they decided to uh, wash the couch. You know how get those like steam clean machines. Oh, no. And they actually like steam cleaned like this couch. And it was just this it just it was green oh. that was coming out. It was just wrong. Oh. It was so wrong. I actually had to have a shower after I felt oh. so dirty.
0: I wasn't even in the room. You need a priest to do that job. The oh. power of
1: Christ compels you. I actually used to work for public transport. Yeah. And, you know, they <laughs> You, you wonder what have you ever wondered why it's such crazy patterns on the foam seats they, they all
0: have the same pattern it looks like yeah. a, it looks like a 1980s um burger king kind of mm-hmm. like strange 80s art yeah
1: Yeah. you know why
0: to cover up the poo
1: yeah it's to, it's to cover up the, the stains and the mess oh. and there was actually because there's, there's there was actually like the footage if you get um like you know, it's like like a kind of like a gavel. if you hit it, you can actually see like visible gunk that rises oh. out of it. yeah, that's why they're a multiple color because it covers the just the stains because oh. people wouldn't sit on them otherwise. Oh. yeah,
0: yeah, no train train and bus seats are a special kind of hell.
1: Yeah, that's why – and people think that I'm insane. It's like if, if I'm ever on public transport – and, like, we need it because we're killing our planet. we got to do our thing. But as soon as I come home, the first thing that I do is I take my clothes off and I put them in the washing machine and, and wash them.
0: Have yourself a silkwood shower
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: at the end of every day?
1: Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, because, yeah, public transport, it's all – look, it's all piss and poo is what I'm saying. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, my, on my, snot.
0: Lots of snot. I remember my brother was working on public transport for a while and he showed me the logs of all the incidents and there was so much shit. hmm So much. like
1: Literal. Yeah, yeah literal, literal shit. shit.
0: People have just taken a shit on the train.
1: hmm mm-hmm. And it's the
0: kind of thing you expect from like a New York subway kind of viral TikTok. mm mm-hmm. That guy shitting in the mop bucket. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favourite videos of all time. But... Yeah, little little sleepy Adelaide. Lots of fucking public transport shitters.
1: Oh my god, the 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 pisser and shitter stories I could tell you from my time like working on public transport. There's a whole episode in that, mate. Oh my god, there uh, Oh my god, there really is. Just one quick one, okay? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the couple of ticket inspectors. You know, boo! Everybody hates ticket inspectors, and rightly so. Yeah. Boo. It should be free. All public transport. Free. That's yep. what I'm saying. Um, so, these public transport inspectors went through the train. There was a guy. He didn't have a ticket. You know, so they're like, we're ready if you fine. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway, they got like, you know, demanded to see his ID. He gave them his ID. You know, um, they took down his name, details, blah, blah. blah carried into the other carriage. Yeah. Um, I-, I was in the carriage at the front. Anyway, a bit later, they went back into the second carriage and then very quickly came back into the first carriage. Oh! Because, as I found out afterwards, so they'd given him the details and then they went into the next carriage where I was. So this guy decided, I'll teach you. Oh, no. And while they were checking the tickets of everybody else in the next carriage, he dropped his dax and proceeded to do an Olympic line length turd. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Across four seats, four seats, four seats. Just dragged it. Had a little wipe on the last seat.
0: Oh my god!
1: And then got off at the next stop. That's and then left to be like, "Fuck you, fuck the lot of you." I only have one suggestion, you know, because who insurrection? Brace, break the system, you know. Who am I to criticize? um, Apart from the fact that's gross. Yeah. my other suggestion would be is if you are gonna civically disobey, don't do it after you've just given them all of your contact details. <laughs> because all they did was come into the second cabin and literally just call like their like supervisor to call the police. <laughs> To meet this guy at home.
0: <laughs> Worst Batman villain ever. <laughs> that's his calling card.
1: Yeah. What? Oh, yes. Here's my details.
0: <laughs> it's the trouser snake. He struck
1: again. <laughs> it's all right. We've got his contact details. We just <laughs> send him a find in the mail.
0: He just leaves it poking out of there like a oh, like a bombonieri.
1: Yeah. It just... Whoo, yeah. Oh, my God. I once almost drowned in a tsunami of urine. But really? that's a whole other story.
0: You can't leave it at that. No. <laughs> you really can't. We're talking about horrible bodily fluids anyway.
1: Uh, well, okay, so like basically Hang on, was this
0: recreational?
1: No. Oh, okay. No, so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a fun. We were like, woo. Okay. Okay. So part of my job was I was there like undercover. Okay.
0: Oh, because you were you were a public transport narc.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I was there to be like, to make sure that stuff was running on time yeah. and, you know, like if the ticket inspectors were being rude and, you know, stuff oh, like okay, that, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and if the drivers were like running over old people <laughs> um, so and we'd write up an assessment on them. Anyway, so we would have to, you would just randomly be assigned to Trust Train bans any time of the week, any time of the day, we'd be there to show up. Yeah. Um, so this was a Friday evening no, Saturday evening, sorry, coming into the city. It wasn't even that late. It was that time where, you know, everybody's had a few drinks at home because it's cheaper. Yeah. And then we're coming into the city, you know, it's just about eight o'clock. So, it's not that late. It's not that early. Everyone's had a few pre-drinks. Yeah. As we're coming into the city, there's one where basically it runs express for about five stops. Yeah. Okay. Because they're not very popular. It's where the working stiffs go. There's no one on the weekend. Yeah. So, it's going to run express. Anyway, as we're as we've just left left that stop before the five stops, yeah. this girl who was seventeen trying to pretend she was eighteen to get into clubs yeah. was like, oh, "Oh, I've got to take a piss! Mm-hmm. I've got to take a piss!" And she starts freaking out. Oh no, I've got to take a piss like right now! I've got. To... And her friends like, "We can just get off at the next stop, and then we'll hold it, and then you run off and you can pee." And her friends are like, "No, it's express. We can't." We're like, "Ah!" <laughs> oh. So she starts. Oh, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna. Oh my god and her friends are like just suck it up just suck it up we've got like we've got like five stops like just yeah it's not that bad it, it's like like 7 minutes at the top just hold it for 7 minutes i can't there's okay there's, there's toilets at the station i can't hold it on out of the back we hear one hero yeah he's got a plastic bag with their last sort of like cruisers in it the, the, little Alco vodka pops, cruisers yeah. Alco Pops. yeah and someone's like hey i've got a bag you hear the clink, clink, clink as they distribute the last little Alco Pops amongst themselves. <laughs> and everyone's like, ha ah, ha, yeah, piss in the bag, you ha. Oh, like, Nina. it's all fun and games. Like, everyone's making fun of her because nobody is going to, like, pee in a plastic bag on a train with what is now only five minutes to go yeah. in the in the journey. And everyone's like, ha ah, ha, and all behind. And you're like, oh my God, she'll never live this down. Yeah. Because they were directly behind me then it goes deathly quiet oh no and i realize that all her friends realize she is now pissing in a plastic bag oh my god she is in her little pantsuit yeah and she has pulled it to the side oh no. while she is trying to squat over a plastic bag under a little hoochie oh. on a moving train. Oh
0: no. That now
1: has four and a half minutes oh, before it's no. in the city. Okay? No. Deathly quiet. Everyone is shocked. Even all of her friends are yeah. like, I can't believe this is where the night has gone. It's not even nine o'clock. Okay. Wow. Then out of all the quiet and the terror, you hear this scream. I've dropped it. <laughs> Then her her friends go running. I have the good sense just in case to lift my uh, feet off the floor as a tsunami of human piss comes flooding from the back of the carriage and then the train jiggles all over the floor with what is now two minutes until the train. Oh, no. We pull into, like, the station. They just run through the piss. They don't even care. They're just like, run! Everybody else who was on the train, because as we were watching, like, the piss coming, everybody was just standing on the seats. Yeah. And then just trying to, like, jump the floor as piss. (laughs) Like
0: that Jamiroquai video for Godzilla. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The cinema's (laughs) flooded. Run!
1: Run! Oh, my God, yeah. And everybody's just hopping over the seats, like, get fucked. (laughs) We don't care. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so uh, that's why you should wash your things after you catch public transport.
0: Well, that's made me change my mind about the cheap entertainment with my son, who used to like catching the train down to the beach and back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe we won't do that. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah. I wouldn't let him roll around on the floor. No. And then put candies in his mouth. No. Definitely don't put the candies you find on the train (laughs) floor in your mouth.
0: That's probably a public information fucking campaign we need.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so, but then, if you're into, you know, teenage people pissing themselves, maybe public transport is the answer. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah.
0: Pay, why pay on Russians? You can't, you can't. You can't piss.
1: access Pornhub anymore. No, yeah, you have
0: to take Adelaide public transport. <laughs> I'm here for the golden showers.
1: Everybody's they're gonna hate in this that because the
0: floors of the train are blue.
1: Oh, the piss is the yellow. I oh, no! I pissed you with Ukraine. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, my God. On a side note, here in Adelaide, yeah. we have the most expensive petrol prices we have ever had ever in the history of anything. $3 a litre. It's been reported. That's
0: insane, isn't it?
1: I am- It's a pity that FedEx is no longer delivering to Russia because I am going to deliver Putin that prick a bill, okay? He owes me about $2.20 a litre.
0: Yeah. yeah. You could just shit in a tube. Send that over. Call it a nuclear sub. Here's the <laughs> Kursk.
1: Oh, no, you know what? I'm gonna send him the smelly jocks. Okay, of my sweaty ass, of me having to walk everywhere. Because who the fuck can afford three dollars a liter? I'm
0: guessing he doesn't much, get much fan mail. So he'd just be sitting there, in the Kremlin just going, "Oh, somebody has sent me a, <laughs> someone has sent me a, a post package from Australia."
1: Oh, to the well worship from look in overseas. It, opens it up.
0: Oh, it's a turd. <laughs> Why would someone in Australia send me a turd?
1: Because <laughs> we think you're a shit.
0: And then a little Ukrainian flag goes Bing! <laughs> like IKEA meatballs. <laughs> <Bing>! <laughs> there it is.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I love it. You know what? Because of course we've got our we've got our skanktions on at the moment. We do. You know, my pussy is is Putin's not allowed anywhere near it. Um, I also cleansed my Spotify.
0: I deleted
1: all the Russian artists and Russian music. Oh,
0: no more Tchaikovsky.
1: You know, oh, I love Dima Balan. But no more. He's cut off. And I went and I randomly sampled a whole heap of Ukrainian artists and songs.
0: Do you really punish the artists? Unless unless they're pro-Putin, do you punish the artists?
1: Well, they're not being anti-Putin. No, but the point is if I send them, even if I send them a cent, that cent is being sent in Russia and then that money is being used to victimise Ukraine. So, fuck off. Fair enough. Get a new president or fuck off.
0: No one would have anticipated the boycott of Eurovision artists to bring down Putin, but there you
1: go. with the amount of Eurovision tracks that were on my Spotify, this is what might cripple, finally cripple uh, Russia into going, fuck, we should get out of Ukraine.
0: And ironically enough, Spotify's investing in artificial intelligence weapons, so there you go. (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) Got to move to that Neil Young shit. (sighs) Get on the title. Give some money to fucking uh, Jay-Z. Go on
1: hell, this is bullshit. I just can't <laughs> win. Oh, my God. If it's not Elon Musk and his friggin' like, space chip brain monkeys, it's fucking...
0: Hey, when's this piece <sighs> of space junk supposed to hit the moon? It's like this month. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to hit the moon at 9,000 metres a second. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wham. Why are we hitting the moon again? Because
0: space, space junk. He's, um, he's got space junk floating around from all this various fucking launching dicks into space shit that he does. Yeah. And one of them's gone awry and it's gone into a... um, Is it the car? No, it's not the car. It's a piece of the shit that he used to launch Starlink, I think. Oh, okay. And it's, of course, in a...
1: um, a, Trajectory?
0: I forget forget what those orbits are called where they go off into space. Anyway.
1: But isn't that what you want? To go into space? Is that better than coming into Earth?
0: But basically they fucked it up and it's going to hit the moon.
1: Oh. Oh, so he doesn't mean to hit the moon. I thought he was hitting a moon to be like, fuck that.
0: No, 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 no. Fuck
1: you, moon. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, let me
0: fix LA's traffic and put a hole in the moon.
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I
0: don't know. He's just fucked up.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yay! That gives me so much confidence. Ugh. Yeah. Is that because of that time he got high on... Um, he didn't get high. He did. with What's his name? Yeah, the douchebag on he, Spotify. He sat there, Joe Rogan, he sat there yeah.
0: and he, he puffed on a joint like Bill Clinton did. He gave it the old Hollywood puff. It went poof, straight back out of his mouth like a use, cigar.
1: I wouldn't use Bill Clinton as your uh, example because I'm picturing him doing something very unorthodox with that doobie.
0: <laughs> it tastes like
1: pussy. Uh, <laughs> it tastes <that>. like Rogan. <laughs> Fuck it. If, if
0: America's a very entrepreneurial place, if you could sell me a joint that tasted like Monica Lewinsky's pussy, I'd be getting into that. <laughs> Full of Jim Belushi's weed. Hit us up, Jim Belushi. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, that's right. He's alive, isn't he? I'm still shocked by that yeah, every time you tell me. I know. Yeah. I'm always surprised. I just, oh, yeah, I thought he was dead. He's not, no.
0: Maybe he was saved by a blood
1: transfusion. <gasps> Excellent segue. Yes. I was wondering how we were going to get out of, like... Yeah,
0: can we steer this back or are we going to hit the moon like so much of <laughs> Musk's space junk?
1: <laughs> oh, my God, seriously. Now even the moon's not safe from fucking millionaires. No.
0: <sighs> I bet they'll find emeralds on there. i will be like,
1: yes. Oh, God. Dad, we're going to the moon. Oh, you know what? I hope we find God and she's a female vegan from the Ukraine. Yeah, not likely. You oh, can always live in hope. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, this week, you know, uh, we uh, <laughs> something about as haphazard as Elon Musk shooting stuff into space, we're looking at the history of blood transfusions, part d'. <laughs> or who let the blood out who 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 or what a bloody mess or the history of blood and why you'll never get that stain out there again back to public transport
0: yeah cuz last last episode and i hope you're not going to recount this so i'm not ruining stuff for you but we discovered that a certain scientist put milk into people mm. Which had me, and I really should have sampled this for the uh, for the podcast, it had oh. me listening to Scatterbrain's album, Here Comes Trouble, because they've got a song about a drunken milkman who spilled blood and milk all over the road. Oh, there you go. Scatterbrain it's, might have been talking about the history of blood transfusions.
1: I was gonna say it might have been one of our eighteenth century doctors who had just been like riding a nearly deceased woman around the room like a space hopper. <laughs> he would have fitted quite in. <laughs> oh god. But like we said, so by 1884, it wasn't until 1884 that milk-to-blood transfusion had really reached an expiry date. But before that, I actually found some wonderful examples of our pursuit (laughs) um, (laughs) of blood transports and milk transfusions um, in a book that I actually found. God bless the internet.
0: Remember to press the button on that torch twice.
1: Oh doing
0: this by candlelight. There we go. Now it's a bit more manageable.
1: The history of saline transfusion and somebody's Harvey's discovery recording. There you go. It's so old part of oh, like... Oh,
0: wow. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. That looks like... The- so you've actually copied the cover of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like the Necronomicon.
1: It really does. Wow. Well, considering the- yeah. what the subject matter, yeah. it might actually be... Uh, Ah, bits of people. Yeah. (laughs) But to sort of give us an idea, so we've talked about, you know, the history of blood transfusions and basically a lot of, you know, white people just trying to put dog blood, cat (laughs) blood, carrots, you know, into the human bloodstream in the hope that it would all just get along and it would be fine. (laughs) But what I found is I've actually found this sort of like recorded example of 1831 of what happens when you put – the wrong blood in somebody. Oh dear. Mhm. Because again, by this stage they hadn't worked out, you know, the the blood types and the AB and the A negative and all this. Yeah. So in one of the journals, the first case was operated upon by Professor Duffenbach. 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 It's a name that's gone out of out of favor,
0: unfortunately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he worked in the cholera hospital in Berlin. In October the 15th, 1831, Frederick Muller, a strong young man, <laughs> taken ill seven hours previously. Eyes were half open and sunk in orbit, tongue and face cold, respiration short, hands and feet purple. Palm sweaty, mum's sweaty. <laughs> You had that written down? <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes! Uh, uh, Pulse gone, and but he was still conscious. Professor Diffenbach opened to the right jugular vein, which had been exposed for an inch. A quill tube was introduced into the dying man by means of a small syringe.
0: A quill tube? Mm-hmm. A fucking feather?
1: I also. Don't want to be referred to as the dying man as being <laughs> operated
0: on. That would be slightly disconcerting. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what you mean? Patient? Yeah, sure. Sure we do. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna look this up. Quill tube, do they do they literally mean a feather?
1: Yeah, like the inside of a feather. Like if you chop off the top
0: and the bottom, you've got a little tube. That's not fucking science. Sa-
1: that's not that's clean. Science. Oh my science! God. And you know how they knew that? Because they threw a couple of science stones at it. and They knocked the top off. and They knocked the bottom off. And they were like, oh, look, Jerry, I can drink beverages or give a blood transfusion. Boyle's Law Apparatus. What the fuck? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: (laughs) So he's got his vein open. Yeah. I've stuck the feather in him. (laughs) Into the dying man.
0: I want to see that episode of fucking Grey's Anatomy. Feather? What? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you don't see that on ambulance, do you? <laughs> Quickly pass me my feathers. What? Get this me my goose. I want a fresh one. <laughs> Everything's clean and hygienic here. Oh. Pluck.
0: <laughs> we should fucking make a medical drama set in the late eighteen hundreds, <laughs> Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Nurse, do not be so hysterical. Get me some more cocaine.
1: Ha! <laughs> ah, Peyton Panic.
0: Now you can be hysterical.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> yeah, so take your notes for our props. <laughs> so he's got a vein open. He's got a feather sticking out of him while he's dying. <laughs> the patient, uh, okay, so the, pa- the things in him, the patient immediately became insensible. Oh, no. His eyelids opened and shut rapidly several times. The
0: dead eyes opened.
1: And five minutes after the injection, he was seized with a strong convulsion of the muscles of the neck, which threw the head backwards. The convulsion spread to the rest of the body, and he died six minutes after the operation. Holy fuck. So that's what happens when you're like, oh, I'm not feeling a bit well. Quickly, let me introduce the blood of a dog via a feather. (laughs) Six minutes later. Wow. End. Results
0: Again, still quicker than those states in the US that are executing people by lethal injection.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, my Lord. So, you know what the worst thing was? The guy had come in, like, with cholera. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) Is that like cholera? Cholera? Give him dog blood. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) It rhymes.
0: The cure is in the name.
1: Oh, my God. But it turns out um, having the blood of a dog put into you via a feather was not the only option.
0: So, so now we can have mm. that in a Shakespearean magical curse, mm-hmm. dog of blood of dog, blood of dog, or in apparently cutting-edge medical technology, back
1: British ago. medical science. Yeah.
0: give this man some beef sausage and dog's blood. <laughs> the stern talking to. Should that fail, poke him with a piece of iron, and then
1: whip his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! So now in the cholera epidemic yeah. of 1853 oh lord there was again a wide variety of treatments you know for tr- for cholera what will we do yeah apparently every single person on the planet had a different theory
0: okay
1: and it was really luck of the draw <laughs> I wouldn't say who healed you, but who got you for the last six minutes of your life.
0: Who <laughs> fucking killed you the quickest.
1: Yeah, basically. Or the nicest.
0: Oh. Uh,
1: so we've had the other guy in England who's, you know, putting the, the blood into you via the feather. Or, okay, yeah. you could go to uh, meet Dr. McPherson, who was an Indian Army surgeon, who would particularly recommend, if you had cholera... Yeah, what do you think he's going to recommend?
0: Indian army surgeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing th- there's basically two things you can do in the subcontinent. Mm-hmm. You may, you could either amputate, mm. or you could perhaps put on a, a salve of some kind of garam masala and and goat fat
1: and goat fat. Okay, or oh, you think you're going you're gonna to like cut off a leg to treat cholera? That's, just, <laughs> well, that's
0: that's the British army.
1: It sounds as viable as anything Pretty else. Much, yeah. Well, is, this guy. Uh, Dr. McPherson would recommend that you would have a very cold water douching. <laughs> well, it's pretty fucking hot in India. <laughs> just, maybe that's not. No, that's not the way to cure cholera. i just.
0: I would have loved to have seen the TV ads back then. Hard <laughs> and thirst. It's a, a big cold enema. <laughs> You gotta work it hard to be in the British Raj. You've
1: got a thirst, we've got it now. And it's just a guy just pushing a can of water up your ass. Oh, it's cold! <laughs> more ice, matron! More ice! <laughs> just seeing
0: this icy can disappear up a sphincter. Oh, oh. The first New Delhi Fusiliers load! Ha <laughs> ha ha! Breach load. Uh, hold it,
1: hold it.
0: For king and country boys.
1: <laughs> oh my lord! So yeah, that that was your other uh, a alternative. A cold douching. A cold douching, right up the. <laughs> whoop whoop. Well, he's a right physician. He is. <laughs> I kind of have the feeling that I don't think it matters what you went to see Dr. McPherson about. <laughs> the answer was a cold titty up the up the twat.
0: Now, come here, boy. Stad- straddle across my glass coffee table here and <laughs> allow me to administer the treatment. <laughs> it's All very hot. That's why I'm not long. wearing any pants.
1: <laughs> it's got to be ice cold. <laughs> oh, Lord. I want to
0: see you quiver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, th- those were your options so far. Are you going to stick with one of these options for your cholera, or do you want to maybe seek like a third opinion?
0: At least the cold douching would have been exhilarating.
1: It would have been. I feel like at least you know yeah. you would have been co- you would have been some cold relief. It'd be like someone turning on the aircon via your anus. Yeah. So,
0: Doctor <sighs> Jackass over here is making people have freezing cold animas. <laughs> Presumably because last night's curry was too hot
1: Yeah Well it is India So I guess it makes sense Oh the fucking grub on the subcontinent's a bit fucking warm (laughs) mum I tell you the cure for it is a lot (laughs) sight worse
0: Why is dad always hanging out in the freezer section of the local Safeway (laughs) He's a war veteran darling A war veteran
1: It's the only thing that keeps the cholera at bay He
0: was in the brown shirts but he ended up in the brown pants (laughs) The wet pants (laughs)
1: oh my lord so are you going to stick with that for treatment or do you want to seek a third opinion I'm going to seek a third
0: opinion but I'm going to hang on to the freezing cold enema
1: okay okay. that's your that's my
0: preferred treatment at this point
1: well in 1847 what do you know cholera's back oh all good boys will go to heaven It's probably because you literally just put all the clean water in dirty cholera arses.
0: Yes, probably.
1: And then put it back into the river. (laughs) So if you didn't get it the first time, recycled cholera. You get cholera and you get cholera. Oh, Lord. This is cholera. This This is cholera. cholera. (laughs) Is that what they mean by National Health Service? (laughs) Everyone gets treated for cholera. Eventually. (laughs) Oh. all right, so your third option yeah, in the cholera epidemic of 1847. While serving with the 37th Regiment in the Indian Army, this gentleman yeah. was called what is without a doubt the most glorious name for a doctor ever.
0: Oh, please.
1: Dr. J.J. J. Shitty.
0: Yes. Does he administer cold enemas?
1: C-H I double T Y.
0: That's so good.
1: It's Dr. Shitty.
0: Dr. Chitty, yeah. In India. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's it's Dr. Shitty. <laughs> Would you like to know what his treatment for cholera was? Oh
0: wow. Okay, so he's already taken all the research that shows that dog blood through a feather mm. and a freezing cold enema are both ineffective. Mm. I'm guessing Dr. Shitty. Mm. Is into
1: bum stuff? (laughs) The other thing you should remember is a lot of names were actually like... You know, it was derived from your job back, you know, before we had... So, obviously, if you were a cook, that's how we got the last name, cook. And, you know, if you baked bread, that's how we got the last name, baker. Yeah. If you got the last name, whore. (laughs) Anyway, so, Dr. Shitty. Dr. Shitty. Got his family name because his recommendation for cholera... His treatment, quote, relied wholly upon vast vast injections per rectum of a decoction, basically two washstand basinfuls being given continuously after the injection of a smaller amount until abdominal... Distention obliged the injector to desist. Or or where, as in more than one instance, it forced the straits of the ilium and appeared at the mouth, (gasps) which in his hands had the happiest effects. What were they injecting? Water. He put so much water up their ass as it came out their mouth. Two washstands. That's fucking so basically, like like they're bigger than ordinary buckets. Those like washstands are massive. Yeah. Washstands, like a laundry basket almost. Yeah. Two laundry baskets. Pour two laundry baskets of water in your ass until the it starts flowing out your mouth like you're a fucking fountain. Wow. Think of that next time you see a fountain and think of Dr. Shitty. That could have been you. Fucking hell. Where do these people get these ideas from? Two washstands of
0: water. Like you're putting it in someone and they're like, oh, their guts is raising like it's a fucking cartoon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's like, keep going. Keep going. We're almost there. (laughs) (laughs) What? What I want to know is if... You're pouring so much water into their rectum. Yeah, it eventually comes out of their mouth. Why couldn't you just pour it down their throat in the first place? Why do you specifically have to go via the anus? I'm serious. That's a serious question. If you were, if your point is to go from point B to point A, why are we starting at B? Why are we starting at the butt?
0: Tradesman's interest. I don't know. Why why is he going in through the outdoor? I don't know. He's the one who called Dr. Shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine presenting that to like the, the local surgeons guild. Gather out, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm here to present some findings. <laughs>
1: Oh, what is this new fountain you've presented? I'm, I'm not quite sure I'm up with the theme. It looks like a poor person with a couple of buckets up his ass. Now,
0: what you need to do is to build on this, is get an ice sculpture of a swan, <laughs> lubricate it well, and feed it beak-first into the victim.
1: <laughs> Rectually, of course, because <laughs> this is science. We're not amateurs.
0: Does it cure them? I don't fucking know. <laughs> we'll find out. My parents are directly related privilege privilege is a wonderful thing
1: i'm not here for the answers i'm here for the questioning
0: the stratification of british society is so fucked Uh uh-huh so fucked Uh just because you're a little bit rich and inbred you got to become a surgeon
1: you got to put two laundry baskets of water up some guy's ass
0: and apparently cure them
1: and people someone's standing around with a notebook writing all of yes. this down. That's the worst bit. Like what, mm-hmm. what are the symptoms of cholera?
0: Diarrhea. What if we put more liquid in than they lose? You're a genius, doctor. <laughs>
1: What if it was possibly go wrong? What if we made the diarrhea come out of their mouths? Yes. Somebody's already got diarrhea coming out of their mouths. This is the whole
0: Superman flying around the world counterclockwise to make time go backwards mm-hmm. kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. But Fuck. at least he didn't, like, fly directly up your <laughs> anus and then come out your mouth.
0: Like Ant-Man.
1: <sighs> no, he wouldn't have gone in fully sized as yeah. Superman. And then just oh. punched your stomach out. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Dr. Shitty. Dr. Shitty? Uh, by name, by trade. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Fucking Jesus.
1: Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah. Um, but this was... Oh, and the other thing is, it wasn't just... He wasn't like that other fool. <laughs> it wasn't killed water. It was warm
0: well, at least it would have been comfortable while you drowned anally.
1: That's the, that's the key in I'll run it up a little bit. <laughs> it's like a
0: vocal new metal band, drowning
1: anally. <laughs> Are you ready to roar? I put my elbow in it so it wasn't too warm. <laughs> Let the buckets hit my ass. <laughs> but he would also jump into the water, um, just what? a little pop, Um a little boop of... I'm not quite sure what this is. It just says sesquicarbonate. Sesqu S-E-S-Q-U-I-C-A-R-B-O-N-A-T-E. So I'm going to presume that's just baking soda.
0: I'm a little bit offended now that he's, va- he's gone into homeopathy.
1: Yeah, this is a little bit of bicarb soda. Because that's what they always like. If you want to clean something, yeah. put a bit of bicarb soda in. It cleans everything.
0: Bicarbon vinegar done. That'll cure cholera. <laughs> <laughs> Is his ass made of kitchen tiles? Yes, then fucking do it.
1: Yeah, get into it. Oh my god! So yeah, so this uh, the two laundry baskets of water with yeah. a bit of bicarb soda uh, was put quote into a soldier who was already in articulo mortis. Okay. In a few seconds, the pulse returned at the wrist. The respiration became accelerated. Fucking two buckets of warm water up your ass in do, <laughs> we'll do, that
0: Fucking oath. Over party.
1: Warmth was restored to the surface of the body.
0: Oh, not really.
1: <laughs> and animation became so far perfected that the soldier rose up in bed and spoke. <laughs> I bet it wasn't anything complimentary. I think there was a lot of get the fuck away from my ass. You didn't want to me while I was out. Me too. Oh, uh, my Lord. So he spoke and instantly an excessive vomit took place. Oh, my God. And he fell back dead. Oh, fuck. So they put enough warm water in him to get him to sit up, vomit and die. Wow. Oh, my God. Progress. <laughs> he sat up, Charles. Ooh, I hope someone was writing that down.
0: As if we could have enough water to keep the circuit constantly flowing through him.
1: Oh, have we? Cons- have we considered, you know, putting an iguana blood up there? <laughs> oh, Lord! Now, what may comes next in this book may shock you. It is a direct quote from yep. Doctor Shitty after the experiment. Okay. <coughs> I was not allowed to repeat the experiment. No. Would you believe?
0: I do not believe
1: that. Holding back science.
0: Probably because he used all the fucking clean water in India.
1: (laughs) Dr. Shitty continues. But I have since thought that had the injection been adopted earlier in the period of his existence... (laughs) Maybe if I'd caught him at home before I got (laughs) sick.
0: (laughs) little preventative massive
1: edible. I'm just going to run around India and give everyone two buckets of warm water Yes, it's preventive medicine (laughs) I enjoy the most. (laughs) Drop your trousers, son. Oh, Lord. (laughs) So, yes, a little bit earlier in his existence. And had it been done a little more, Slowly.
0: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> Continuously. Now, oh, oh,
0: oh. <laughs> get my assistant to change the music from speed metal to boys to men.
1: And not so excessively. <laughs> I had to read this twice to be like, am I still reading a medical journal? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like that whole, it's like, you know, with like resuscitation, they yeah. say that you should do it to the tune of staying alive. All the, right. the way I walk, that I'm a man, time for talk. That's how you should do like the, yeah.
0: Yeah, so and until the, an ambulance ha, driver comes ha, past, sees me going ha, doodly, 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 doodly. Doodly, doodly.
1: What the fuck? No, and when you get the ha, 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 that's when you do the compressions. Uh, and then for the rest of the song, you go back to the breathing.
0: You're not supposed to do the breathing part though anymore. You don't do the respired expiration part. You just pump the heart. Oh, really? I think so. I'm not giving medical advice now, but it's still better than an enema.
1: I was going to (laughs) say, I like to flip them over and put warm... Quickly, put this water bottle in the microwave. needs warm water rectally, (laughs) scat.
0: We need to give him one of those carrots that's been carved into an oboe up the bottom.
1: Uh, Quickly, somebody put on I'll make love to you by voice (laughs) to man. I've only got Enya. We're doomed. (laughs) Oh, my lord. <laughs> so, yes, if it had been a little more gently, <laughs> continuously. Sensual healing. Not so excessively. Mm-hmm. For I injected nearly a gallon. Fuck. That's 4.4
0: litres. A gallon. A gallon of water. Warm water? That, well, yeah. He's, he's it's, a lot care- of, it's a lot of water to heat. He's a caring monster. <laughs> Hello. Oh lord! Four point four liters mm-hmm. of water up the butt.
1: Yeah. So maybe not. You know, maybe not a gallon next time. The result might have been successful, and a valuable lesson gained. Mm. I am, however, so impressed with the force of that experiment. <laughs> this experiment, in which the guy just sat up, vomited, and died, he's impressed yes. with this finding. Yeah, he's impressed. Um. <laughs> Oh, wait for it. I am so impressed with the force of that experiment that on convenient opportunity, <laughs> oh. I'm inserting the sinister laugh. It's not here, but it's implied.
0: Oh, I think editorializing is allowed in this
1: case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> convenient opportunity, <laughs> and friends permitting.
0: Friends permitting? Is that a quote?
1: That's it. This is his direct quote. Oh, my
0: God. So if uh, someone falls asleep and they're down for it. Fucking Oh, el-
1: yeah. My God. Ah. And so, <laughs> with convenient opportunity and friends permitting, I would not, as a denier, I would not hesitate to repeat it. Uh. Sounds more like a warning yeah, or a it really, threat. It really does. a <laughs> scientific breakthrough, it's like somebody wrote this down just to be like, if you're ever at a party with Doctor Shitty, yeah. and you see him, I'll just put the kettle on. Leave, leave the party.
0: This doctor's medical report ends with a cipher and a threat to continue killing.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, so. Uh,
0: wow, Doctor Shitty.
1: Yeah, Doctor Shid- Shitty.
0: Shitty fucking, shitty fucking doctor.
1: So, we have one more option. Okay. For the treatment of cholera.
0: So, dog's blood
1: administered with a feather. Uh huh.
0: Ice cold enema. Uh huh. Four and a half litres of warm, forceful enema. (laughs) Not sensual. How dare you go to that quack in his ice cold bubble tea? (laughs) Let
1: me warm it up for you. (laughs) Like a gentleman.
0: Double the dose and make it warm.
1: I just picture, like, let me warm it for you as he gets, like, a bucket of water and he's just like, (sighs) ha.
0: Oh, I'll soaking it personally.
1: Well, he's looking at you. Yeah. <sighs> oh.
0: How come I have my bubble
1: bath? <laughs> okay, oh. so we've
0: got one more option.
1: Yeah, we had one more option. Uh, during another cholera e- epidemic, this was the 1832 one. Yeah. When, uh, oh, Lord, when, yeah, people were trying blood transfusions and, you know, saline transfusions. Oh, Lord. Uh. And then, of course, there were milk transfusions. Okay. Oh, Lord. (laughs) By a Mr. O'Shaughnessy, who no doubt operated a dairy farm. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So the serum was prepared by taking a quart of milk and beating it, to which was added eight grains of rennet.
0: What the fuck is that?
1: It's used in making cheese.
0: Okay. So it's like a culture starter or something.
1: Yeah. It's like the. the it's... He's
0: going to turn your blood into cheese?
1: Mm hmm. Well, no, no, no. That, that's, this is put into the milk. Okay. Okay. So you've got the rennet. Yeah. So you're on your way to making cheese.
0: <sighs> okay. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> as soon as the curd had ceased to separate, it was strained and heated to the proper temperature for a transfusion.
0: Okay, so he's essentially he's he's basically making labner.
1: <laughs> right? Okay, yep. As a further clarifier, it was suggested to beat up the white of an egg. What? You heard me. The white of an egg. And,
0: okay, so he's using that as a clarifying agent
1: with a wine glassful of serum. Okay. Mhm. Yep. To which was added. A few grains of tartaric acid.
0: Is this medicine or is he making a dessert?
1: (laughs) Is he making panna cotta? It was then mixed with the whole and boiled and strained uh, matter being thus removed from the serum. Right. The method was, however... Only tried on one hopeless case. Right. Again, don't call them a hopeless case whilst you're treating them. Yeah. But even here, although in the end a failure, it seemed from the account given by the doctor to have for the time being granted considerable relief.
0: I don't believe it.
1: But you know what it was? This guy probably smelt all the ingredients, and his last moment was like, "Grandma, are you making me a cake?" And then the cake was forcefully shoved, no doubt, up his ass. Grandma, what are you doing? What big pans do you have, Grandma? But it's like
0: cheese, egg white. You
1: <laughs> know, it sounds
0: like he's making fucking like sorbet.
1: Yeah. It's like he was just he was making dinner.
0: I'm sticking it in your blood. don't I? Though?
1: See what happens. Yeah. You know. Oh, I've curdled this too much. <laughs> and too much salt. <laughs> Better than wasting it. Wow. <laughs> and this way, it's tax deductible. <laughs> <Wow>. Oh Lord. <laughs> so then, you know, they're, they're going on. They're discussing in this book a little bit further. You know, the whole the whole idea of blood transfusions. Yeah. Um. And they come up with, basically, they see there are two main problems with, you know, just doing, giving people blood transfusions when there's a cholera epidemic. Yeah. The two biggest problems that they see is there's going to be no available blood because while there's a cholera epidemic, nobody's going to want to give up their perfectly healthy blood. No. Um, <laughs> the second problem is apparently the only people who are going to give, be giving you blood are dirty people who probably have the dirty cholera anyway. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So that's that's the only two problems yeah, yeah. that they're seeing uh, okay. so far. Oh lord. But the book continues still clinging to the idea of supplying the patient with something as near to the nature of blood as possible. Dr. Hodder bethought of the experiences of Don who successfully injected milk into the veins of rabbits Dogs and birds. Yeah,
0: he su- he successfully got it into them.
1: Yeah, that's...
0: <laughs> in the same way I've successfully wrapped Christmas presents before.
1: Well, in the way that that guy successfully sat up, vomited and died. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, you got it in. I don't think it's the getting in that's it's, the issue that's here. That's the whole evil
0: Knievel thing. I'm only paid for the attempt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, so they thought, well, yeah, maybe we can try the milk because there's going to be, you know, more likely to have milk available. Yeah. yeah. So this is where we go to Canada.
0: Oh, of course. And of course, this is pre-pasteurization as well.
1: Yeah. So, you know, uh, Canada decided to get into it. And this was where we went to, and obviously I was saying that during the cholera epidemic, rich people and people who had a chance would go into the hospital Those people who didn't went into a, quote, detached shed behind the hospital.
0: (laughs) That sums up Sydney's rental market. It really
1: does. Yeah, wow. I have this detached shit shed uh, behind the house. You could maybe rent that.
0: What makes it detached? Oh, it didn't have a good relationship with its father.
1: (laughs) It's emotionally strange. Oh, Lord. So the lucky fellow who was lucky enough to get this first milk transfusion in Canada was, uh, quote, a stout-built farmer who had come to Toronto on business. Ah. Business was not good. (laughs) He was admitted he was in a state of collapsed, cold, blue, and shriveled. It's cold in Canada. Don't judge. (laughs) The secretion of the urine was arrested. That's why the leading thing that you go with. I hadn't done had a twinkle. There's a lot of. Anyway.
0: Put fucking handcuffs on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
1: to Canada. Eh? Oh, now, there was purging and vomiting of rice water fluid. In fact, he seemed dying. Oh, dear. I immediately got everything ready. Oh, please. I rubbed my hands with
0: glee. Please tell me in Canada they experimented with maple syrup.
1: You just know. <laughs> That's a whole other chapter. Yeah. Uh, I then sent a message requesting consultation with any of the medical officers who might be in the hospital. When four gentlemen came.
0: Oh, yeah, of course they did.
1: Then we injected that. (laughs) And I asked them.
0: Canuck nuts.
1: (laughs) Yes, well, I know how we can inject that rectally. Oh, Jesus. It's hot, Doctor. (laughs) Just like in India. Four gentlemen came and I asked them the following questions. Do you consider this a genuine case of epidemic Asiatic cholera? (laughs) Certainly, and a very marked one. Do you think anything could be done to save him? I really hope this wasn't in front of the stout businessman. No. (laughs) like At least go in the corridor, you know. (laughs) No, you're in the shed. Exactly. <laughs> there is what a, oh, Your Lord. shed
0: side manner is bullshit.
1: <laughs> uh, so can we do anything to save him? Nothing. Nothing. He is dying. Oh, would any medical treatment be likely to be of any use? None. <laughs> then he must die? Yes. Then, gentlemen, I said, I am about to try the experiment of transfusing milk into his veins. Wow. If you do, you will kill him, was the reply. Thereupon, I invited them to be present at the operation. But three out of the four left the building.
0: <laughs> Who would like to be an accessory to my crime? Who would like
1: to be an accessory to Murder. It's like, they would well, I, that's it. I'm leaving. No one go get
0: security. This is how men, when they've just left home, learn how to cook. I'm going to inject fat into this and oh, see if it doesn't eat.
1: Oh, we're wrong. If I can't eat it, I can fuck
0: it. <laughs> Stick it in my ass. I'll
1: play it rectally. <laughs> get my calories somehow. Oh, Lord. So, three pissed off, but the fourth remained, but would not assist. Oh, dear. Just standing there watching. And dogging was invented.
0: (laughs) Well, he has just come, so
1: it's going
0: to be a minute.
1: (laughs) Oh, it gets better. Just when you think, how can it get better for this poor, stout businessman lying in a shed in the middle of a Canadian winter with cholera, just being told by four doctors there's nothing they can do. He's dead. What could be what what could go worse? How could your situation get worse?
0: All I know is if I was freezing cold in the Canadian winter and someone came out with a warm thing of milk, I'd be like,
1: yum, here we go. Oh no, that's not the next step.
0: Oh okay.
1: There's one more step between that. I think you're lip, like leaping ahead a step. Oh god. Everything being ready, I ordered a cow. What? To be driven up to the shed.
0: <laughs> Fucking what?
1: There's a cow next to you. You're dying of cholera. Somebody starts milking a cow. Imagine you just missed half that conversation. It's going to kill him. I don't care.
0: Bring the cow.
1: What the (laughs) fuck's it going to do to me? (laughs) He's going to go off like a fountain. What the fuck? I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm leaving. I'm checking out. Oh, Lord. I can see why the other three left. You don't want to see that. So, the poor cow was driven up to the shed. <laughs> oh, Lord, oh Lord! So he's got the cow, the cow's now in the shed, and while she was being milked into a bowl, the temperature of which was raised to about a hundred degrees fahrenheit so thirty thirty nine
0: degrees thirty eight degrees,
1: sure, yeah. <laughs> Through through gauze, I opened a vein in the arm and inserted a tube and then filled up my syringe, also previously warmed, and injected slowly.
0: Just the tip. Just put the tip
1: in. Just the tip.
0: (laughs) Smash it around like a door frame of the couch.
1: Oh, Oh, Lord. So you're injecting slowly. No perceptible change, either for the better or for the worse. Just medical science. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, nothing changed. After waiting two or three minutes, I again filled the syringe and injected seven ounces more. Fuck. Seven fluid ounces. The effect... Magical! I bet it was. He's actually used the word magical. <laughs> There's the doctor you want. <laughs> <laughs> Why? This is magic.
0: <laughs> Hands in front of his eyes.
1: Magic. <laughs> he just, then a dove flies out of his coat. <laughs> oh Lord. The effect was magical. In a few minutes the patient expressed himself as feeling better. literally I would literally say anything as well to get away from this fucker. <laughs>
0: Stop trying to fucking- inject. I'm
1: fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) He just crawls out the door. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. The vomiting and purging ceased. The pulse returned at the wrist. The surface of the body became warm. In fact, the man rallied and speedily recovered without a bad symptom.
0: Oh, so he's never seen anaphylaxis before.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, the dude literally just got up and ran the fuck away from him. (laughs) Or he just fell over the other side of the bed, was obscured by the cow. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh, my Lord. It gets better. Another case, that of a woman. Um- <laughs> oh, well they just left it at that.
0: He, was re- he recovered.
1: Yeah. <laughs> According to him. Yeah. All the other doctors who no. thought it was shit. Had- so just him and a cow. Yeah. Me and the cow saw it. Betty was here. She can back me up. Whoa. This is
0: the doctor who got left behind by Operation Paperclip. <laughs> I will inject milk into de- dying people. We've got enough Nazis.
1: Yeah, we're, we're full. Sorry. See ya, bye. <laughs> like that dead man's anus. We are full. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, So they got this poor woman. But first they want to point out that she was an habitual drunkard. Well, let's judge. And she was admitted in a state of collapse. Yeah, unconscious is not consent. No, it's not. 14 ounces of milk were transfused. Oh, my God. And in a few minutes put a stop to the vomiting and other symptoms. But towards the evening, a second collapse occurred. When a second transfusion of 14 more ounces of milk was performed, the patient went through the secondary fever but eventually recovered. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something, something, something. <laughs> She's better. Yes. The third and last case oh. operated upon in this milk transfusion series. So there's literally just poor three people who went into the shed. It was like, yes, they all <laughs> walked out. They were all so fine and healthy. They've left already.
0: Yes. Please mind those two fresh mounds of dirt behind the shed. <laughs> so is this, <The> this cow <laughs> mooing at it suspiciously, just eating a head. Mm. <laughs> What is it, Bluebell?
1: <laughs> Just pointing with the hook. <laughs> oh my God. She's an honorary doctor now. <laughs>
0: Dr. Bessie.
1: Oh my God, literally. Yeah, yeah. oh my God. Uh, so the third person, at the moment of the operation, he rallied. Nevertheless, for a time, it died before a second transfusion could be attempted. Oh, damn it. After this last case, Dr. Hodder and Bovel applied to the corporation for a good cow.
0: <laughs>
1: Imagine that on Shark Tank. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are offering 12% for $1 million for a 10% share in a good cow. <laughs> you know, up
0: until this point. I think Andy Vax has had a point. <laughs> like, don't put that shit
1: in me. <laughs> he thought you'd be like, oh, maybe I can. Um, so he put in for a good cow and for better facilities for carrying on this treatment. Oh my goodness. I.e., not the shed to be let into the real hospital.
0: <laughs> I would also like the cork taken off my
1: scalpel. <laughs> so he asked for a better cow and better facilities. And this was refused. They promptly resigned from their position on the hospital staff.
0: (laughs) I know a good dairy farm that'll have me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he literally packed up his cow and left. (laughs) It's like a fucking
0: grim fairy tale. He wandered the the wastelands for an eternity looking for someone to cure.
1: (laughs) If only... (laughs) Just oh.
0: John Hurt and a puppet dog. <laughs> <laughs> what happened next? I done injected milk into more poor gypsies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, you'd think that would be the end of it, wouldn't you? Yeah. No, in 1873.
0: That's not long ago. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> really not long ago.
1: And it was in the United States. It was one of those really terrible cases of white people uh, oh. performing experiments on on colored people. Yeah. Um, in 1873, there's a report of an attempted milk transfusion um, in Louisville.
0: Yeah. Louisville, Kentucky?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The woman was pulseless when the operation was begun. After six or seven ounces of milk had been injected into the vein of the arm, her pulse became moderately strong and her voice, which had been reduced to a husky whisper, was so far restored as to be audible in the adjoining room when she said, Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. She gained in strength so that she was able to raise herself and turn in bed. Oh, um, but, oh, it, it, the it, obviously the movement must have displaced uh, the tube and that's what caused her to die.
0: Yes, of course.
1: Not our wonderful milk transfusion. So pretty much after that, everyone decided perhaps milk is not the answer. They gave it a go. They, oh, my God. They gave it so many goes. Yeah, they did. More than it should have. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm all like, oh, look, maybe try out for the team a couple of times. <laughs> on your 25th go where you've killed hundreds of people, <laughs> stop trying for the team. <laughs> Officially, stop, please stop. You suck. Yeah. You suck. You shouldn't be on the team. What are we going to do with all this milk?
0: <laughs> Just shoot the cows.
1: That's literally why they introduced they must have introduced the milk program at schools. <laughs> we had it all up ready to be transfused. big farmer with an F. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong with those guys. Uh. Oh Lord. But now it wasn't until 1901 when Austrian Karl Landsteiner discovered three human blood groups: A, B, and O. okay. He also discovered the reason that people were dying was because you simply could not mix incompatible blood types. His research made it possible to figure out a person's blood group and blood transfusions became safer. Yay! And for the amazing discovery, he won the 1930 Nobel Prize. Uh, prize in physiology and medicine. Good work. He stopped the warm water-ass transfusions. That's why you deserve a medal. Can you imagine
0: how much like big milk came after him? Oh, Trying to discredit him. <laughs> all these fake studies and paid shills. Oh my
1: god! Oh yeah, if it was today, there'd be all these like photoshopped pictures of him with like a big milk ring, just like secretly behind closed doors. Oh my lord. Now, the first recorded blood transfusion in an American hospital was in Cleveland in 1906. There you go. Really, not that far ago. It's really not that long ago. Now, but the first successful blood transfusion outside of a hospital in America is a lot more exciting. Oh, God. It was performed by William Holstead, MD. Yeah who went to his sister's side after she had given birth, where when he found her, she was about to die from blood loss. Yeah, common as fuck. So the doctor, in one of the first documented cases of OG, gangster, he transfused his own blood into his sister and then operated on her to stop the bleeding and saved her life. Mic drop. Fucking oath,
0: that's great. Balls of steel. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) That's some gangster shit. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Now, the problem was... Imagine
0: having to sew up your own sister's vagina, though.
1: Oh, see, that's no... He never recovered from that. The blood loss, that's one thing, but... Nah, Nah, just...
0: And Pornhub was born.
1: (laughs) It's all right, because it was a step... Sister, so it wasn't weird. Yeah,
0: she was stuck in a dryer.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, what? (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Now, the problem was these transfusions were required to be fresh and basically made from donor to receiver. Yeah. But it was discovered that if you added coagulant and refrigerating the blood, you could actually store it for a few days. Huzzah! Thus, the developments of blood banks began. Yay! Yay! But let's be honest. It was the First World War that really kicked on the development of blood transfusions and techniques. Not that it happens straight away. A Canadian lieutenant, Dr. Lawrence Bruce Robertson, God, add some more names, Mm -hmm. was a key figure in convincing the Royal Army Medical Corps into using blood transfusions in frontline hospital tents. And in October 1915 performed his first wartime transfusion using a syringe to a wounded patient punctured with shrapnel wounds yeah. out in the wilds. Yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me. He quickly followed this up by more successful infield transfusions. He then published his findings in the British British Medical Journal in 1916. Yeah. And he and other key figures managed to convince the British of the benefits of blood transfusions. And in the spring of 1917, Robertson established the first blood transfusion device at a casualty clearing station at the Western Front. There you go. How amazing is that?
0: Pretty amazing. The Western Front was fucking dirty too.
1: It literally just mudded shit. Mud,
0: shit and rats. Yeah. And disease. So how they managed to do that without people dying in the front and centre.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A- a- amazing. Yeah. Now... <laughs> this I've, this spins me out. In 1918, Gordon R. Ward proposed in the British Medical Journal, wait for it, in the correspondence column. Okay. So, letter to the editor. <laughs> yep. He suggested the idea of using blood plasma instead of whole blood transfusions.
0: Wow. And kicked it off. There you go.
1: Letter it to the editor. Just a
0: suggestion, boys. Just you
1: know, have you thought?
0: This mansplained it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and instead of uh, applying it anally, have we considered? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Meanwhile, Russian Alexander Bogdanov. Yep who was motivated by the search for eternal life.
0: Oh, I fucking love Russians.
1: <laughs> oh, no, do you like? not Putin, but Russians. I like Russians. He created an, ac- an academic institution that was solely devoted to the science of blood transfusions. Totally not a vampire. <laughs> I reckon that was literally written on the door. Totally not vampires. Or am I? Yeah, huh?
0: Oh. Yeah, that's some fucked up shit going on in the turn of the century in Russia. <laughs> and mysticism and, yeah, all that sort of weird shit. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> and Alexander was not shy in using himself as a test subject.
0: Well, at least he used himself.
1: Well, that's true, and not his interns, yeah. yes. Uh, and he actually lined up to receive not one, not two, not three, mm-hmm. but 11 whole... Body blood transfusions.
0: Where did he get the whole body's
1: worth of blood from? A lot of interns.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So he literally swapped his entire blood out. Yeah. Like it was a firmware update.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically like, Whoa. <laughs>
0: Do not bother me. I am updating.
1: Well, because his theory was like, oh, I am like, I am an old, you know, I am an old 40-year-old man. <laughs> not if I put all the blood of a randy 18-year-old <laughs> in me. Nice theory. Oh, Lord. But this is it. Okay, he claims, yeah. okay, like all truly insane people, yeah, that it worked.
0: Of course it did.
1: And he claimed that his eyesight improved.
0: Because he didn't stand to make money from this
1: at all. No. No. And that his balding had stopped after the first few transfusions. That's how you get men to suddenly pay a million dollars of treatment. Your hair will grow back, I promise.
0: (laughs) You will get erections like Russian steel (laughs) and grow hair like Russian woman's armpit.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. The blood, however, didn't work so well with providing him eternal life. Oh, no. As he died after a transfusion in 1928 from one of his students. Oh, really? I can only imagine someone he gave a D to.
0: <laughs> or the D.
1: <laughs> oh, hey. The student was suffering from both malaria and and tuberculosis. Oh,
0: give me some of that sweet fucking tuberculosis blood.
1: Which was passed on to Alexander. There's a shock. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't look at this, but... <coughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fever... He said, Yeah, give me
1: some of that. I want some of that. Look at this
0: joie de vivre.
1: Oh, you're looking a bit peaky today.
0: (laughs) Just shaking with enthusiasm for life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my lord. Oh, my
0: god. (laughs) Get me a fresh Kantiki tour of students. (laughs) Give me the worst strains of Parisian syphilis.
1: I, like, I know that, like, we like to, you know, I mean, we give, I think, handy tips on these shows. Sometimes. And I think one of the tips, if you're going to take nothing else from this episode, yeah, you know, other than don't take milk anally. Only um, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't use 4.1 gallons. <laughs> Make sure it's pasteurised. <laughs> Organic. Yeah. You know, there's one of those things we can go online, watch the cows. Soy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Use soy milk.
1: <laughs> Damn straight. Oh my Nothing God.
0: against dairy producers, and I do love cheese, but having worked in a law firm and seen what happens in fucking dairies. Oh, Jesus.
1: It's horrific, the suffering.
0: They are allowed to allow a certain amount of pus into every batch of milk.
1: Yeah, I know. That's one of the... Um, yeah, All milk from all around the country. Yeah. yeah, there's a legal limit that you can have of blood and pus.
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: no, it's true. It's because obviously... I don't know, like, many people who've had much experience of, say, like, breastfeeding, you know, mothers. But, like, the nipples get very dry and they get very cracked. Yeah. You know, because obviously there's a lot going on with, with you know, a woman's body, with, you know, with her nipples and her breasts. And obviously that's the same with cows, you know, with her udders.
0: Yeah. Happy International Women's Day for yesterday, by the way.
1: Oh, my God. Like, female cows are the most, one of the most abused, um, you know, women females on the planet okay like the what dairy industry does because boys are just killed straight away mostly um no, but so, yeah, so your nipples get, you know, dry, cracked and then they get, you know, infected because obviously they just put those things on them twice a day, yeah. you know, suck it out. And so obviously you've got, you know, like udders that are cracked and they're bleeding and they're full of pus and you're allowed legally, yeah, to have certain limits of that in milk. So next time you have a glass of milk, enjoy your bloody pus.
0: There probably is a few spiders and stuff in soy milk though.
1: No, yeah. no, there's only rainbows and happiness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've worked in a winery. <laughs> I've seen what goes into vegetable products. Lizards, <laughs> spiders and birds.
1: Oh, no! Enjoy your
0: wine. There's no uh, such thing as a vegan wine. I've seen so many half-lizards go into fucking premium South Australian wines.
1: This is why I recommend 100% purified chimbim bourbon.
0: Oh, listen to you, Dr. Strange. Love Pure green alcohol. Mandrake. I refuse to give my bodily fluids to any women. <laughs>
1: Oh, he's the one to make you feel all right.
0: Jim Beam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's not Dr. Shitty. He's the shitty. one to make you beat your wife.
0: <laughs> he's the one to make you live in a trailer.
1: <laughs> but what a trailer. Yeah, true. Oh, Lord. So anyway, yeah. So uh, basically the good doctor went and picked the shaky, sickest looking kid that he could find. Yeah. Just quickly as an aside, shout out to
0: our American listeners for actually having developed several varieties of whiskey when Australia hasn't. Yeah. We still don't have a distinctive variety of whiskey or a cuisine. Mm. We are a fucking outpost of Britain and we suck.
1: That's not true. We invented the hot chip sandwich.
0: No, that's British. Shut up. It's called a chip booty.
1: Shut up. No, it's, we're claiming it. Like, if we can claim Russell Crowe when he won his Oscar, we Zealand. can claim yeah. not when he won the Oscar. Yeah. Now that he's a dead shit, he's 100% New Zealand. Yeah. But no, hot chip sandwich because we eat him on the beach and I won't hear anything about Yes, it. bourbon
0: whiskey is well done on
1: that. Yeah, why would... I mean, once Jim Bean was invented, I don't know why they kept carrying on, but anyway.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Did you milk transplant. <laughs> You're a milk transplant.
1: Technically, um, <laughs> I was. What? So, yeah, so we picked the sickest-looking kid, and uh, what do you know? <laughs> Dead. Yeah, who would have thunk it. I know. <laughs> Shortly after this, Professor Vladimir Shamov, situated in the Ukraine, presented the possibility of a transfusion of cadaveric blood.
0: Dead people
1: blood? The recently departed. Okay. The blood of the recently departed into the living. So obviously not someone who'd been there for a month, but, you know, someone fresh. Yeah, yeah. Freshly dead.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And into the living. And he proved that it could be done without any toxicity. If done within the, you know, a, a lot of time. Okay. Surgeon Sergei Yudin... Pioneered the transfusion of cadaveric blood and used it successfully in surgery on March the 23rd, 1930, and reported success with another six transfusion into patients in the Ukraine during surgery. Right. However, the method never really seemed to take off. Okay. People are always a bit weird about the blood of the dead. Yeah. Um, and it was not used widely not even in the USSR uh, where they record it as a Russian invention even though it was invented by Ukrainians but there you go well
0: the USSR was it did encompass Ukraine back then
1: yeah whatever yeah whatever Who, who's, were who's gonna
0: fight over the fucking rights to cadaveric blood <laughs> it's
1: the principal I'm pretty sure I used to listen to that band in the 90s I'm so pissed off with ah, Russia right now
0: Burn that charge <laughs>
1: oh my god yeah Catavic blood there's your band name yeah yeah all these bands who take these band names i wonder if we should get a cut we should yeah you know get some t-shirts or something yeah um now with another world war looming britain created its army blood supply depot with four major blood repositories around the country and england collected from volunteers which was then shipped to the front lines over sev- 7 seven—I can never say it right. <laughs> seven hundred thousand blood donations were made by the English people over the Second World War. There you go. And this proved to be much more effective than the method employed by both the American and the Germany, uh, German the army, German army, the German army. of
0: bias there. <laughs> oh, then again, who's defending Nazis? Yeah, I know, okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Whoops. not yeah, defend at your own peril. Yeah. Um, they would simply bleed other soldiers on the front line as oh, needed. Okay, that's smart. Because, yeah, I mean, they're fighting for their lives. Yeah. You know, sure, they could just give them a cookie, <laughs> yeah, go walk them it off, have a biscuit. Yeah, back on the front line. Tot you go. <laughs> Although horror tales do tell uh, when numbers started going shy. Uh, For the Germans, there are stories of the Nazis involuntarily taking blood from captors, including children. Yeah. uh, That were taken to be used as a blood supply if needed. Yeah. Now, eventually, a dried plasma package was created. The package contained two tin cans, each containing a 400ml bottle. One bottle contained the dried blood plasma. Yeah. The second bottle contained... Distilled water. Cool. In case you had to top up your car. Yep. So you'd pour the distilled water into the dried plasma. It would take approximately three minutes for it to mix and to be ready to use. And the plasma would be usable for the next four hours. Wow. Yeah. So, again, also, if there was going to be a major incursion, you could prep it by, you know, having the blood supplies ready. Now, there really is nothing like a world war to drive the boundaries of medical science. Yeah. Yeah. But these boundaries were not always, shall we say, pushed in the right or ethical direction. Yeah. Edward Cohen, MD, had graduated from the University of Chicago in 1914. Mm -hmm. And now at the age of 40 was a biochemist working at Harvard University. Fancy. In 1940, the American Navy approached him. To work on one of their secret projects. Oh,
0: they've got nothing but good things going on there.
1: Oh, it's going to be to like bring back the unicorn or something really nice. Like
0: fun like MK Ultra. Yeah.
1: Now, this is where there's different opinions on the experiments. Yes. The US Navy claims that they were just trying to find a new blood source. Okay. They wanted to be able to use the blood of cows to inject into people uh, when human blood wasn't available. Because okay, yeah. that would just be a lot better, cheaper and easier for them, they argued, than using human blood. Yeah. Other people outside of the Navy uh, claimed that the project was, in fact, an attempt to create a biological weapon. Okay, yeah. And they were trying to seize a particular protein from cow's blood that could possibly be weaponized
0: okay. possibly <laughs> yeah. and
1: create a horrible response in human beings. Oh, yep. Unfortunately, that protein couldn't be created artificially. Thank goodness. Um, so people have suggested the theory was that they wanted to try basically run the cow blood through some people, try and see if they could replicate it and then take it out the other end.
0: Oh, like the smallpox vaccine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was that. was So that's another theory. Yeah. I mean, the US Navy would never do that. Never. Never. <clears throat> so he began working on the project. And in 1942, the project moved to its next totally legitimate phase, nothing dodgy or unethical going on here. Okay, yep. An Edward Cohen, M.D., travelled to a Massachusetts prison where he injected 64 prisoners with cow's blood. What? He went to Massachusetts and injected 64 prisoners with cow's blood. But it didn't work in 1668 and it didn't work in 1942 either.
0: (laughs) I mean, the navy. I'm not condoning their behaviour, but seriously, like they do have access to international waters. You know, they
1: don't have to just go knock off a bunch of prisoners in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, just a Massachusetts prison. So, really, what you're saying is, and I mean, we all know how this. It would have been poor people and African Americans. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's not kid around here. That's why it's yeah. you know what's cheaper than international waters are the poor <laughs> yeah, African yeah, black Americans people in America. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But totally illegitimate and above-bore. And uh, I'm sure that they explained, you know, all the risk factors 100% totally. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the risk factors being take this or we'll shoot you.
1: Yeah. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah. So, get this. <laughs> well, it's lethal injection or. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. So, yes. Uh, 64 prisoners were injected with the cow blood.
0: Can I have a guess at how many died?
1: Yeah, okay. Out of the 64 prisoners injected in the experiment, what do you think happened? 64 died? 64 prisoners suffered what was described as, quote, catastrophic effects. Oh, God. I I don't know what constitutes a catastrophic event when it comes to medical, but that can't be good. No. Like catastrophic is like your ass literally falling out, your head exploding. It's it's not good. Sitting up vomiting two buckets of laundry water and dying. That's a
0: word that you use when you don't want to have to do a lot of paperwork.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You just, because people are like, okay, I don't want to ask more. That's what that says. That says, don't ask me further questions. It was catastrophic. Catastrophic. Yeah. Legitimate experiments though. Just, you know, for good, for peace. Oh Lord! But what he accidentally discovered was a process which would go to be uh, go on to be named the Cohen process.
0: Oh God, you put your name to it.
1: Well, this process allowed the extraction of albumin um, from blood plasma. Right. It was used as a substitute for human plasma, and in World War II, was administered to patients who were suffering blood loss. This method expanded the amount of blood available, and when used to treat bodies that had gone into shock, it actually had an extremely positive effect, and even led to speedier recovery times. Right. The the discoveries made from this project would go on to save thousands of lives in World War Two.
0: So he's getting about the place, going. Now, let me tell you about the Cohen method.
1: How did you discover it? Mm -hmm.
0: Um, (laughs) That how? Yeah.
1: Well, see, that's the interesting thing is Doctor Cullen is actually thought of um, by many as a hero, and if you look at like different, you know, books of you know the history of America, like American heroes, yeah. um, he ac- he actually is listed like in the field of like medical histories. Wow. Although, yeah, you may want to run that by sixty four inmates of the yeah. Massachusetts prison. Um, I did find one medical journal, like, that that's, uh, like, a current journal today, and it actually had a, a, a section where it was, you know, devoted to history, and it was actually had a section for, like, unethical yeah. findings, yeah. and this, this was up there, like, front and centre. You can imagine. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of reasons you can't yeah. do that. Unless they were the people that hurt John Wick's dog, <laughs> then fucking have Adam. You yeah. know, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they were. Yeah.
0: It's horrendous when you actually realise the modern medic- medical stuff that we've got that was gotten through What it was built like, on. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, one of the next big things in blood yeah. was the plastic bag. Hey. Which was introduced. When do you think the plastic bag for blood, insu- uh, blood donations was introduced? Because we all think now. We think of that little plastic yeah, bag.
0: But I'm, I'm guessing like right up until the 70s they still had
1: glass. 1950s. Really? I know. Wow, because plastics were very different back then. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, and now we've gone on to ruin the oceans with
0: yeah, it. Yeah, good stuff. Us. But
1: before that, oh my god, does that mean we're going to change to like paper for blood? Oh. <laughs> Use it quickly.
0: <laughs> we've got to be more environmentally friendly. Bring in the goose. <laughs>
1: yeah. Whoa! That's not its environmentally friendly. Oh, my God. Now, Jehovah's Witnesses have been known to refuse blood transfusions for themselves as well as their children, as they believe it's against God's will.
0: Up until 1901, probably not a bad position to have.
1: <laughs> yeah, up until then, working for you. Yep. Oh, my God. But <laughs> so it's believed that it's against God's will to receive a blood transfusion, even... If you use your own blood, yeah. it was suggested to try and get away with it. Well, what if you like, if you're going into surgery before that happens, we'll take some of your own blood. Then, if something goes wrong, we just put your blood back into you. Yeah, apparently not allowed.
0: Wow, where in the Bible does it say? I
1: that? know where is the Thou shalt not receive thy transfusion.
0: <laughs> I would have loved to have been there for that bit with Jesus, just going, "Okay, guys, take some notes. None of this is going to make sense, but trust me." <laughs>
1: yeah. 2000 years
0: from now. <laughs> well, tell me Jesus, what is 5G? <laughs> what is Bitcoin? Uh,
1: why would he go to like all the trouble to mention that you couldn't put your own blood back into you via a plastic bag, but said nothing about the guy that was pouring Two laundry <laughs> baskets of warm liquid into your anus until you sprouted like a fountain.
0: Maybe Jesus presumed that uh, we would know that was fucking dumb. <laughs> I mean, otherwise the Ten Commandments would have been very
1: long. Oh, He invented us. Surely he knew how fucking stupid we were. <laughs> like, Dad, these guys are fucking idiots. You would not believe what they're doing to a dog right now. Oh, my God. There's, like, a cow strapped to a guy. I don't know.
0: Man was created in the image of God. And God's going, I do not have a bucket of warm water in my ass. What are you fucking doing?
1: (laughs) I've never done that to my anus. I
0: parted the seas. I didn't
1: fucking stick them up my ass. I'll part your red seas. (laughs) Oh yeah, we are a messed up. So yeah, you can't even do it. You can't even take your own blood transfusion, which seems really weird and shit. Yeah. Um, so if it's believed that if you take the blood, uh, because blood is sacred, you will not be granted eternal salvation. Right. Now, some Jehovah's Witness who have received a blood transfusion have actually been expelled from their community for doing so. Wow. And a lot allowed back into their community. That's fucked up. You know what? If someone's that much of a judgy fuck, you don't need them. You don't need that. Yeah.
0: Them and Just... their weird underpants can fuck off.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're fucking pour. You know, I bet you they're pouring buckets of warm bicarb soda cake mix into their <laughs> ass as we speak.
0: Well, there's there's ways that young Jehovahs and Mormons are getting around their no marital, no premarital sex things. Oh, really? They've got this one thing called soaking.
1: Oh, I'll oh, go on this now. Soaking
0: involves a bit of P and V a bit of the penis in the vagine yeah as long as you don't move it about apparently that's cool so what they do is they get one of their friends to jump on the bed <sighs> it sounds like an urban myth probably is but I love it <laughs> I was there I was there I swear pastor lying <clears throat> inserted into my girlfriend when suddenly someone came in and started jumping on the bed and I had no choice but to fuck her.
1: But it's, okay, so it's like, okay, uh, you know what? Yes, you know, I I took this person and I tied them up in my basement. Okay, and I gaffitate them to the wall and yes, I picked up the knife and I stood in front of them but then I had my friend bump into me causing the knife to go into their heart and kill them. Yeah. You killed them! Yeah. You've had sex!
0: Just respect the footloose attitude these kids have got.
1: Just... You're doing it. You're having sex. Yeah. Do you think God is really going to be like, you can't be up oh, technicality. Can I get a ref call? Can I get a ref call? Did I move my penis? Ref, did I move my penis?
0: I demand a lawyer, God. There's no lawyers here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's heaven. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What? The? You can't get out of it on a technicality. I'm pretty sure. Let him try. Heaven and hell's that not. No, if you're going to bang, bang. Just bang. I reckon that'd be kind of fun. It's like the world just lying we- there. The world's weirdest threesome. Oh my god! I was going to say, like, we just move to somewhere that's on a fault zone, like San Francisco, <laughs> and then just permanently have your dick in your partner and just wait. Any moment now, yeah, Susan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any moment now. I'm so sore. <laughs> Waiting for the big one. That is the worst. Se- how do you how do you maintain an erection if it's just if it's just there? There's no movement. I don't know. Okay, if there's somebody at home right now and they you have your penis in somebody... If
0: you're into soaking...
1: Yeah, how does it work? Let us... Because I don't think it works. And if you think it, it works, it's clear that you haven't had sex. Because if you think that's working, it's not working. It's like the person who said that if you sneeze, it's like having an orgasm. I guarantee you have not had an orgasm. That was
0: definitely a man. Yeah. 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 Or a very pious woman. Yeah,
1: like... No. Yeah. No. Uh, but would you believe all the weirdness and grossness to do with blood is not over? Oh no. Turns out the human race has one more crazy bit of shenanigans for the human blood. Oh. This is brought to us from South Africa. Okay. We're a South African reported. Someone tried to transfuse Biltong. <laughs> That in so these are the extremely poor shanty oh, no. areas. Yep. With extreme drug addicts. A minority of addicts who were addicted to naope, which is basically a cheap form of black tar heroin. Okay, yep. Um <laughs> basically the naopi was mixed with other substances. So whatever's lying around, ashes, dirt. Yeah. Uh, So, really the lowest grade possible stuff. What these addicts were doing was sharing the cost of the drug. Then one person would take the drug and then the other users would take blood from the user and then inject their blood into themselves to get a mild reaction. This act is called Bluetoothing. (laughs) <laughs> that can't be real That can't be real Why wouldn't you all Just have a little bit <laughs> Because human beings Don't work that way No That's Alright There's always someone Who's like And you all can have the crumbs Yeah
0: <laughs> So I will take the drugs And then you will have Some of my blood
1: If we were sound And sensible peoples Alright A We wouldn't be bringing Cows Into tents, okay? We also wouldn't be trying to treat people with cholera with a warm water douche. No. But there you go. Human beings.
0: How the fuck are we here? Oh. (laughs) We breed very slowly. How the fuck are we here?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. So, you know, if you were... Feel inclined to give a blood transfusion? You know why not? They're always uh, they're always looking. In fact, I believe over COVID, uh, they've had less volunteers showing up. So if you've ever thought about giving blood, uh, now is a good time to do it. And if you're feeling unwell, and someone suggests two litres of warm water to your anus, um, just say no. Or just
0: lean into it and do it. <laughs> You never know, you might discover something fun.
1: Well, as long as he agrees to do it slowly yes. and less forcefully. With a goose feather. I'll make love to you <laughs> like you will be <laughs> Yuck. I love the fact that you're more offended by the boys to men. Absolutely. Than the idea of like warm water ass douchey.
0: I would certainly have a warm water enema than ever have to listen to boys to men again.
1: You're such a straight man. Yeah. I also appreciate good music. You know what I appreciate? What? A mothman that eats the carpet.
0: (sighs) Look at the dick.